BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, Freckled Foodie fam. Today is a really fun episode because A, it was in person, which you know I absolutely love. B, it is with someone I absolutely adore. I learned that's from It Takes Two, not Parent Trap. Um, But honestly, Chris is the shit. And C, it was during my LA trip. So we're bi-coastal now, fam. I had so much fun in LA. I really overdid it with the content. So if you followed, you know, I was just an LA girly. No, but honestly, it was really, really enjoyable. I'm so grateful that I was able to just like have this mini solo trip. It was so much fun to hang out with all of my friends on the West Coast and just enjoy the sunshine, even though at the end of this episode, that's actually when I realized I got burnt and what we say does not do it justice. I am fried like a lobster. The back of my legs and my back, I am so embarrassed and shameful and mad at myself. It's a little better now, obviously. Well, I'm recording this. It's better. By the time you're listening to this, it is fine. But it was bad, not going to lie, very angry with myself, but the UV was a nine and I was just blissfully unaware. Um, so today's episode is with Carissa Stanton. If you guys are not familiar with her, she is the voice behind Brock Your Body. She is a content creator creating freaking delicious, amazing recipes. She is one of my favorite people and definitely one of my favorite people I've met through this platform. She also just has like the best outlook on life. I cannot explain it. I'm constantly texting or calling or like asking for advice. And I'm just like, wow, you're just so good at being happy and loving life. And I feel I've turned a corner of getting like that ever since I stopped drinking, honestly. So I love surrounding myself with people like that. Today's episode dives into honestly that topic, like how are you, how do you just not let the small shit get to you? And also friendships, specifically friendships in adults, um, friendship breakups, how to make friends, how to foster friendships. And we chat a little bit about like relationships in a sense of romantic relationships. We kind of go all over the place, but as you guys said you wanted, this is really just like a listen in on a girl's chat. So I hope you guys enjoy. Obviously, make sure to follow Carissa. Again, Brock Your Body, all of that is in the show notes. But without further ado, let's go to LA. Come on in, take a seat, pour a drink, pass one me. Hi friends, we are live from LA 
And we're with Carissa Stanton. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is so nice. I'm just laying on my couch. I know. We're just chilling. We're I in... feel like I'm going to tell you all of my secrets because I'm so relaxed. It's like a therapy session. It actually feels like I'm really down. Okay, perfect. Um, we're in Brock's bungalow, which I think I'm going to move in. <laughs> You're more than welcome. <laughs> it's heaven here. Um, this is during my LA trip, which has been so wonderful to just... Chill, relax, vibe, live the life of Brock for a week. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm so happy to have you. It's been great. So for everyone who's listening, I would A, say that like Chris has been on the show before. Yes. And that was actually how we met, which we can get into. Well, technically we just learned We not. just found out that we met <laughs> and we both forgot. We just didn't... I don't think we spoke. I, we didn't speak. We must have been on like opposite sides yeah. of the table. So we'll get into that when we talk about like friendship stuff. But anyway, Krista has been on the show before and we talk more about like you starting your blog or your page and yeah. switching careers and how you've grown your following in that. So if you're more interested in that type of conversation or you just want more info on Carissa, obviously I recommend listening to that. I'll link it in the show notes. But we wanted to cover something that, a felt different than like my sweatpants are shedding um that felt different than what carissa has spoken about on other shows but b is a topic that i actually want to pick your brain on personally like selfishly great and something that i think the community will benefit from so yeah we don't need to do an intro i'll record it separately okay. my question is i think everyone already knows who i am anyway i'm just kidding all right <laughs> No, but they probably do. We have a lot of crossover. Yeah, we do. Lots of broccolinis in the FF fam. Love it. I love it too. I also think it's because there's a similar vibe of... Right. Con- we are more similar than I, I... Every time... The more minutes I spend with you, the more I'm like, okay, we are very similar. I agree. I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't really either. Yeah. But I agree. And it's been so enjoyable because there's no... Despite need- like how different our lives are. Right. Which is like crazy. You live in New York and have husband and a child and I live in LA and do not have a husband and a child and it's like it's just crazy how like similar we are even though we live these completely different lives yes and also just wonderful to not have to like try do you know what I mean yes that's just it's it's everything it means everything to have friends that are just okay yeah whatever what do you want to do I'm doing this you can do that then we'll do this like that to me it's so easy it's magnificent so actually, let's start there before I pick your brain on the topic I'm curious in. Friendships. Okay. I get a lot of messages that are like, how do you make friends as an adult? Right. Um, like, how do you maintain friendships? Like, how do you decide maybe if a friendship is reached its end, kind of? Like, how do you navigate that? What is right. your life right now as a 30-year-old mm-hmm. when it comes to friends? So... I have always had a lot of friends ever since I was like in middle school is like when I remember being like surrounded by just a lot of like good people, mm-hmm. um, mostly girls, but I'm friends with guys too, but I'm, I mean, I get along best with women. Um, but it's crazy because I, I think, I don't know what it is. Maybe you're similar. We're both just kind of like laid back, easygoing, but I've always just had really great people in my life. And I also think it's because I try to be a good friend. I think that's really important. So I think the more you try and be a good friend to someone else, like the better friends you'll have, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, but like 
even in my later age, like I moved to LA two and a half years ago and I've made so many friends since I moved here. It's almost like, I I mean, it's like a full-time job trying to just like socialize and like keep up with everything. <laughs> I'm almost like, I need to calm down. But I love just like getting to know new people and like just hearing people's stories and, you know, being able to see how, you know, connecting with them can benefit my life, benefit their life, how I connect them with other people. It's just like something that's always come very naturally to me I guess and I think a lot of people are like I want friends because I want someone to go out with and you know do this for me but I think it's helpful to kind of look at it from like okay I want to make friends because I think I'm a really good friend and I think I could really benefit somebody else's life Mm -hmm. it's so interesting I don't think anyone has ever called me laid back and easygoing so I will take that thank you so much really yeah I don't think anyone would use those words to describe me in my life. Okay. You're not laid back and easygoing inside your own brain. Like, I feel like yeah, you're crazy true. inside your head, but you're <laughs> normal. Like, you're, you're, you've been so chill this whole time. Yeah. I guess it's more in my brain that I'm it's in not your head. chill. Yeah. Which we're going to get into. Um, zero chill. Zero, zero chill in between these years. <laughs> but the other thing you said is, connecting people and that to me is a very specific type of person and I actually did like a I don't know if it was a reel a TikTok whatever about it where I am someone who loves to connect my friends like I blend my friend groups right I have my home friends I have my college friends I have my influencer friends I have my real world friends like I want them all to know each other to be connected to be comfortable texting one another so that when I have things. It's never this weird, oh, well, if I invite them, I can't invite them. Right. And I don't think everyone feels that way. Do you resonate with that? As a, Yeah. Okay. And you connect your worlds, blend them? Yeah, of course. I like that would make me so happy. I don't know. I don't see the reasoning why someone wouldn't want to because they want to like keep people private. I don't understand. I guess. Like I had people kind of comment, be like, but then what if they become close? And I'm like, well, isn't that the goal? I don't yeah, know. I feel like I would love that. Me too. What's <laughs> going on outside? I don't know. There's a party outside. Um, okay. But I also think that that is a specific type of person who is a connector. And then you give off, in my opinion, positive energy to friendships where people also want to be in your orbit. Right. And I think that's very important. Yeah. 100%. What has it been like making friends as an adult for you? Um, It's... I don't think it's that hard. I, really? I don't know. And I want to like describe it because, because a, a pe- people struggle, but here's the thing. I also think it's not that hard because of our job. Like we became friends because that's true. We both have the same job and like, we are our only coworkers. Like we have to make friends with each other and we have mm-hmm. to be nice to each other because it's just, it makes life so much easier. So a lot of my friends that I met in LA, I've met through various events, connecting on Instagram, collaborating together. But I also have made friends outside of Instagram in LA just through like, you know, like I think the the main thing is, is you have to follow up with people. Like, yes, you meet someone once and you, and like, you can be like, Oh, we should like go grab coffee sometime. And like, no one ever usually does, but like, if you actually do, like a lot of people will just say yes and you go and you know, that's how I've made a lot of friends is just being like, oh, let's do a workout class together. We've met once. I'm going to message you, follow you on Instagram, message you and be like, hey, let's, we should try this workout studio together or whatever. And you you would be shocked how many people are just like so down to hang out and like, 
you know, do whatever. I also made, I've like made friends with, um, I get at workout classes, like going to the same gym or, you know, the girls that I work out with personal training. Um, you know, you just kind of like, you just meet people. And if you're just like nice and friendly, everyone, it's really that easy. I think, am I missing something? I don't think you're missing something. I think a, you made a good point that like everyone does in the end, like most people are also looking to make friends. Totally. It's not like you were the only, and if they're not, then like, you don't want to be be friends with them. Right. It's not like you're the only person out there who's like, I would like a friend. Right. So I do think people are receptive, but what you said, I want to reiterate, I think it's really important to make, do that follow up. Like if you're meeting someone and they're like, Oh, like we really connected, let's grab a drink or whatever. Follow up, like get something scheduled for sure. Um, and I think just finding, putting yourself out there in places where you're going to meet like-minded individuals, whether it's a workout class, whether it's a event of sorts, what, you know, those types of things. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I think, and I, I think it piggybacks off of the concept of blending your worlds, connecting your friends. And it's a confusing, it's not confusing actually, but there is a line of doing this and then not crossing the line over to social climbing. But I think connecting with your friends' networks and spider webs of friends is also a great way to make friends. So like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's definitely a line there where it's like, I also just don't have that mindset really of like, how can you help me or like further my career? No, but not like that. I mean more say like you, say we lived in the same town, city, whatever. And we had gone out to dinner, for instance, last night we went out to dinner with Nyla. Right. And say you like really hit it off with Nyla. And then you were like, she was so sweet. I'm going to text her because now you follow her on Instagram. And then you text her and you're like, hey, let's hang out. And then you guys form a friendship. And then she brings you to a party. Like, I do think if you have friends, connecting with their other friends as well is a great way to also meet people. Not yes. in a social climbing, like, oh, well, now I'm not going to talk to Cameron anymore because I like Nyla better. Um, but a like... I honestly didn't know what social climbing meant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it meant, like, I only want to hang out with people that are really cool. Well, yeah. And that, have, like, status. That That is kind of what it means. Yes, that is actually but just, what it I means. guess maybe climbing, do you, are you leaving the other person behind? Right. I, I'm thinking of social climbing as, like, I'm using you to get to that person and then I'm using that person to get to that person. I'm forgetting about everyone beneath them. Got it, got it. Okay. But I mean more like like finding, meeting people within your friend's network of friends as a way to also meet other people. Totally. I think think anyone that's like secure and like content with themselves, like that doesn't bother them. Right. You know? I totally the only time agree. I would be scared if that was happening is if I was a bitch and I was like, oh, this girl's going to be talking shit on me to all these all these people that I know. Like, that's the only true. time that I would care. Very true. What do you think makes you a good friend? Um, I think... <laughs> I told you you were going to do therapy. I think that I give good advice. Yes, I do too. Um, I think that... I would I'm definitely like there for my friends when they need me. Like, I'll show... I'll like actually show up and you know, be there physically for people. Um, and like following up if, so- if someone says something bad happened, texting them or like we're all in these big group chats, right? Like, mm-hmm. and all this stuff's always happening. And like, sometimes it's nice. Like I-, I have this whole big group in from my San Diego state friends. And like every once in a while I'll be like, Oh, I haven't talked to this person like one-on-one in a little bit. And I'll just text them and be like, 
hey, like, oh, like bring up something like remember me to this. I was so fun. Like I miss you or whatever it may be just to kind of like keep those individual connections going. But yeah. like, again, like it is there is some type of effort that you need to put forth a lot. All my friends are pretty low maintenance and that's I'm low maintenance as well, which I think is also why I think I'm a good friend because I don't really require a lot from my friends. When I have issues, I like kind of internalize them. I don't really like need. I'm not someone that's like, hey, I need to talk. Like we need to talk this out. Like I feel, which is fine, but I think that's also like, I, I am low maintenance myself. So I feel like it's kind of like, I kind of just like deal with my own stuff. How do you deal with those things internally? Cause I'm the opposite. I need to talk things through. Um, and like, I do talk things through every once in a while, but there's also like the friend that like, you know, the friend that like is in a, a, going through a breakup and then they get back together. And every single time they break up, they like need oh, yeah. to vent to you and like come over and cry on your couch. And you're just like, okay, I got shit to do. Like this, mm-hmm. this happens once a month. <laughs> um, sometimes, okay. If it's bad, I'll talk to a friend, but like if something's happening, like I can easily like come to a conclusion on my own. And also I have come to the realization that like everything just gets easier with time. So usually just like wait it out or go to therapy That's true. or I meditate. I have like other ways that I deal with issues, but I mean, I'm asking because you're very mentally sane and I'm jealous. I know. I don't know why. That's a blessing. I know. Run with it, girlfriend. I, I am going to. Do you feel? Have you ever had any friendship breakups? I've had one. Oh, this is a good story, actually. Okay, I've never talked about this. Um, okay, so me, I had f- me and three girls. Were, there was four of us. We were best friends in high school. One of our friends. Let's call her Sarah. This is not her name. She required a lot as a friend. We did so much for her. And the three girls, I went I went to Europe with my boyfriend and I met up with them. But the other three girls went together as girlfriends and they had like issues while they were in Europe. Sarah, let's call her, and one of the other girls were kind of like feuding the whole time for good reason. Sarah had studied abroad and she thought she knew the lay of all of Europe and like took them on this like just shit show of a trip basically mm-hmm. like kind of screwed them over with like the, the way she planned it and stuff she kind of like planned it around like guys that she had met when she studied abroad and like wanted to meet back up with and the girls realized halfway through that they were just like <laughs> awesome. along for this ride so anyway they got back and my other friend was like I need some space from Sarah like we're gonna just kind of chill out for a little bit and all of the sudden Sarah comes out of the woodwork and is like I don't want to be friends with that one particular girl anymore and we're all four best friends and so we were all like what like is this story making sense yeah okay basically she decided she didn't want to be friends with this one girl anymore and we were all kind of like well you can't just x one of us like we're all best friends so we all kind of were like well we like we have her back like she's a sweet like literally like the sweetest person ever the girl who she decided she didn't want to be friends with anymore that's just so weird to me to like one day wake up and be like I don't want to be your friend anymore like I understand like sometimes you can grow apart from people and have like I don't agree with what you said I don't agree with your political views I don't agree with you know I don't like your new boyfriend or whatever it may be but like I personally think the like mature adult thing to do is to like make up an excuse the next time they ask to hang out and like 
literally like lie. Like I know that's I bad. I don't know if I agree. I, I, okay. Okay. Let me, let me we'll finish and then I would love to hear. Yeah. Like, I just think it's immature to be like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Like you're about, she didn't have, it's not like she had this like a um, great reason where like okay. you actually really hurt me. Well, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, it, exactly. If, if someone were to, yeah, if someone were to do something like that. Right. Absolutely. But it was more so like, she was like, you know what? Like we're kind of growing apart and like, we're not going to, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. And she didn't tell the girl directly. She told one of the other girls. Right. That's it just, never. And then it got back to her through the grapevine. And then it was just the weirdest situation. I, I like can't even explain it. And so basically long story short, we all like, like she split up from the group and like stopped talking to us. So right now you don't speak. Do not speak. Haven't spoken in years. And like, isn't that kind of crazy to you? I've had one friend break up and honestly kind of different, completely separate where there was no like decision made closure. And I feel like I never got closure in a way. Right. Um, And it's so crazy to me because I think that relationships can ebb and flow. There's a seesaw. Obviously, there are going to be times, I I literally view it as a seesaw. There are times where one friend is going to need the other more. And that should hopefully go back and forth. It shouldn't be like one person always helping the other. Um, However, I think relationships can ebb and flow. They can go in and out of being really close, not as close, close again. And that's fine. But it blows my mind to go from being so super close to not speaking and then reflecting back and being like, wow, that person used to be such a big part of my life. Like now they know nothing. Right. And I think like the whole kind of point of the like story is we, it was like, it was an uneven friendship where we like did so much for her and right. we were really good friends to her and it's I think it's just weird that like people that can just cut people off and like move on with their life and like truly like I like I did nothing like we were fine and I remember this whole situation was going down and I texted her and I was like what is going on like mm-hmm. and she got super defensive and was like I'm over it. Like, bye. Like, basically just like, I'm over you. Like, I'm over everyone. Like, I don't want to be friends with any of you guys anymore. And that was it. Like, that's what makes no sense to me. And that's where I feel like what I said, how I disagreed in the sense of if someone did something to you that hurt your feelings and you do, or it's been years of you feeling like you're the only one putting in the effort and all this stuff. I think having like a not formal but like a hey you know what this friendship like isn't really serving me this hurt my feelings like I think that's warranted yeah but I also think on the flip side if there's nothing happening but you're if there is if there's not like one big thing or you just kind of feel like the relationship is fizzling out like I think that's fine to just let it simmer right but like for instance like if someone like you're friends with is like asking a lot from you and you don't feel like you're getting mm-hmm. anything out of the friendship, then that would probably be a good time to bring it up. Like I feel like totally. this isn't like an even balance. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I think it's also really easy. Like a lot makes it a lot easier to bring things up as they come along instead of like being like, Hey, for the past two years, I felt like this. Right. Cause that's just like, anyone's going to get defensive in that type of situation. It's just easy to be like the second something happens or the second someone says something that makes you feel like a little weird being mm-hmm. like, Oh, like, you know, when you say stuff like that, like, I don't know, I don't really like, it's, it's just really easy to just be honest and upfront right yeah. as something happens instead of letting it all build up and like. 
Totally. And I had an experience recently where one, me and one of my very good friends like had kind of let small things build up and then we, neither of us really knew how to tackle the conversation and we were almost like avoiding it. Yeah. And it felt like there was this like uneasiness in a sense. Yeah. And then like one thing kind of like was a larger thing in my opinion and I was finally like, hey – this really hurt my feelings. And then we had this open and honest conversation that was like for the past few months when you've done this, it's hurt my feelings. And when I, when then I was saying the same thing and it was just so nice to get it out in the open. Yeah. Um, but friend breakups do blow my mind. Like I, w- I would like closure from the one I have if we're being honest. Um, yeah, I know. I feel the same way. Like, it w- I mean, it was so long ago now that I'm just kind of like, whatever, but like, yeah. I just kind of want to be like, what are you, what were you th- like? What is what your problem was going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I feel bad for her. Like, yeah, same in my situation. Yeah, because I'm like, you just lost all your best friends. Like, I'm, that's sad. And then like, you know, half of them now are married and like having kids and like you're missing out on all of it. Like, I'm yeah. just like, haven't gotten the congrats. You have a child from oh someone who is a large part of my life. It blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Um, and for I no just reason. Get, I have a bad memory and I get over things really quickly. So I feel like I don't really like hold grudges because I like literally like forget. Uh, I wish I didn't hold grudges. I've actually gotten much better because I realized that like people evolve and grow, myself included. So why would I hold someone for something that they right. did so long ago? But with certain friendship things, I'm like, oh. mm-hmm. um, another thing. So you mentioned it's really easy for people, not easy, but there's this great accessibility to make friends in our job. Right. Which I totally agree with. You being an example, Sari, Olivia, Emily Dinato, like some of my close friends I've met through this platform, which I'm so grateful for. Right. If someone's listening who potentially has a platform, whether it's small or large, what are your suggestions on like how to navigate that? Because it can be not tricky, but like I do think there's a way, kind of what we were saying before, to connect versus social climb. Right. I think that the best way to do that is would to be like, first of all, like just follow people who you enjoy following. You think you would get along with. And it, it bothered, it kind of rubs me the wrong way when people will just like randomly message me and be like, Hey, like we should, we should collab together and like do this. Like, I think first you need to like show your support to someone like comment on their stuff, watch their stories, reply to their stories, like give them compliments, tell them when you like something that they're doing. Um, you know, just be like polite and then you can, you know, go from there. If they're responding and they're, they seem like you guys are like having a, you know, conversations back and forth then maybe you can ask them if they want to like get together. And like, for me, like I would be like, we should cook something sometime or like, we should Mm -hmm. like, you know, work on something together or like even just go get coffee or whatever it may be. So I think it's smart to like test the waters because nobody likes desperate energy. Nobody in any aspect of life. So I think it's nice to ease in because maybe someone, and again, people on the internet aren't always who you think they are. That's the other main main thing. Yeah. So you have to like ease in and see if they're even like responding to your messages or following you back and like, you know, showing support. I think that like there was kind of a group that started around the same time. And I think it is like, it was like me and you started around the same time. Yeah. And like, um, there was just this like, there's kind of like a crew that Mm -hmm. you 
kind of form and then you kind of like all like grow up together yeah you know what i'm trying to say like we kind of had like all we all started around the same time and we like have kind of been around for a little bit and like you can kind of like find your people and then yeah and i think finding your people is really important in this space specifically and i know that this is like a subset conversation for a unique demographic of listeners if they have an account but i also think it applies to other people in the sense of it's really important to find people who are going through similar life things whether it be I mean, from experience, if you're a mom, make sure you have someone, some network of people who are also going through that because it's a huge life transition. But for us, it's work, like having people that you can talk to about something you're going through that they can relate to in the same lived experience. Because Mm -hmm. I can talk to my friends, my quote unquote real world friends is what I call people that aren't influencers. Like, and that's majority of my friends, to be honest. I can talk to them about work and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's really hard for them to fully comprehend it because totally. they're not doing it. Right. Which is so helpful to have people like you where I can text and either bitch about something or get advice or literally say, yeah, I know you worked with this brand. Like, right. how are they to work with? What was their budget like? Like, it's very important. No, I think, yeah, it's so important to have people in your same community to talk to. Yeah. And I think that can be for people who work in the corporate world, coworkers. Yeah. We don't have Were you friends with your coworkers? Yeah. I'm still friends with them. Yeah. Like uh, mine was a little unique because they were all like older and majority male. So like, I'm not like still texting my like 50 year old traders. I mean, I would, but I'm not regularly (laughs) doing it. Um, But I'm still close with the two or three females that I was close with. They are also older than me. So it was still different. But I think that work is also a great place to form friendships. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Speaking of work and me asking you for advice, you are someone who I feel has hands down the greatest mentality around this work, this job, everything. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like you don't let the small shit get to you. Do you yeah. agree? Yes, I agree. Like, teach me <laughs> I know and like I'm trying to figure out how I can teach you I don't know like I just I like as much as I care what other people think because of course I do I think it's because I know I personally would never in a million years ever like troll someone on Instagram or say something rude ever and so I'm like why would I care what's about what someone who does that type of stuff thinks about me like right you're this literal scum of the earth i don't like (laughs) why would i care what your opinion is on me it doesn't matter you're not wrong but what if i get it it still gets to you it gets to me i'm not just this like things like this still get to me for sure is that what we're talking about yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um it still gets to me every once in a while, but like, yeah, I think it's like, I, I think I was telling you, I think I said this to you. It was like, it only, their opinion only matters if you let it matter. It's like James Court. What's his name? James Corden. James Corden. Is that what he said? Last night? Yeah. We were watching the Kardashians. Yeah. I mean, he literally gave Chloe the speech that I needed to hear. Yeah. He's like, you're giving those voices power. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I don't read them or like, but it's hard. Okay. Two questions. 
Well, or I block them immediately. And just it's hard there. to not read them when you don't know what you're about to open. When it comes to DMs, that's totally. the really hard thing. I'll get a hundred or two hundred nice DMs for every one mean one. Oh, 100 percent. But you never know when you go to open the DM whether it's going to be like just a question, a response, whatever, a like glowing "I love you, you've changed my life," or a well, "You're totally. a fucking stupid con." Right, <laughs> right. And I think okay, so. Also, you have to be level-headed when it comes to this type of job because you also can't let all those like nice messages go to your head. Otherwise, like, because right. people are so nice. I mean, we yes. both have great communities and people will gas me up all, all day. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I'm the coolest person on earth. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, yeah, as much as like those are so sweet, like you again have to like kind of just stay grounded and level. Um I don't know when I see a rude message, if it's like an actual, like very rude, I just literally click the person and block them. And then in my head, I'm like, all right, we're moving on. Like we're ignoring that. And we're just moving on. Like I just no, I'm in awe of you. What are things, do you feel comfortable sharing things that like you're personally insecure about? I want to do a role play situation. Yeah. Um, so Okay, let me let me do a little like deep dive. Like like what pe- like what someone has like said to me that is like Yeah, because it's like, you know, I don't know who says this. I've heard it on like so many podcasts. But if someone were DMing me like, "Oh god, like your pale skin. Okay. Oh god, you're so tall. Like you're so annoyingly tall. Like I'm not, so I don't care. Like I'm not insecure about oh, okay, my height. Okay. okay. Or like my freckles. I'm actually not insecure about my freckles at all. So if someone was like, "God, your freckles are ugly," I'd just be like, "Literally, fuck you." But if it's something I'm insecure about, right? It's so hard oh. for me to move on from. Totally. Um, I think like the main thing would be a lot of people like compare me to my sister, especially like our sizes and a lot of like, even sometimes it's triggering when people are like trying to be nice and they're like, how do you not compare yourself to your sister? Like she's so petite and like beautiful. And I'm like, thanks. Oh, (laughs) or like I'll post a picture of bathing suit and they'll be like, how are you so confident in a bikini? And I'm like, "Uh, should I not be? Um, but no, I, before I started my account, I, gave myself a weight goal mm-hmm. of what I needed to hit to start my account because I was like, I don't, why would anyone make my recipes if I don't have like a perfect body? Like why would they take my advice on or like cook my food if they didn't want to look exactly like me? So I need to look a certain way in order to start this account and be of influence. Which is so crazy. Which is so crazy. But I totally understand where your brain was, unfortunately. Unfortunately, we have these like crazy stereo like stereotypes in our head but yeah I think like definitely like if someone were to like comment on my weight someone commented this was like the like the most when I think of like trolls this troll literal zero followers I posted a picture a video reel of like me doing a workout with my trainer Mm -hmm. and someone commented like why would I or like why are you posting healthy recipes when you're clearly overweight like what is wrong with people yeah. And I actually sent them a really long message. And I was like, look, I know this is a troll account. I don't know who you are. But like, I just want to let you know that like, I'm a real person that's like insecure. And like you, I almost didn't start my account. And like, thank God mm-hmm. I did. But like, I mean, I'm like, why are you like, how 
up like hurt are you as a person to say something like this to me even if I was overweight what like why can't I still post food like totally the I don't understand like and I just sent them this long thing and I'm like you must be really hurting and I I'm really sorry I feel very sorry for you but I just want to let you know that like if you're commenting stuff like this on other people's stuff like this hurts people and like it luckily like I'm just gonna keep going and like I'm strong enough of a person but if I would have read that when I first started my account I would have stopped and that's I think the craziest thing because people's words really have weight yeah and did the person respond to you no yeah um that's what confuses me when I just don't understand why people would ever feel the need to send those things ever. I will never understand it. And I'm not coming at it from this like holier than thou. I would never talk badly about someone. Like, look, I've sent people stories to my friends or whatever. I'm not, I don't like that about me, but I have. But I'm not like responding to them. Right. Telling them how awful they are. Talk shit behind someone's back like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) Too much to fucking ask to talk shit about me in silence to someone else where I can't see it. Yeah. If I can't hear it, it's not happening. Um, But I think it's one of, for me, it's definitely what I struggle with the most with this job. Right. Do you think it's the hardest thing? No, the hardest thing for me is sometimes like having to like show up on camera every day when I don't necessarily like feel like my best self and have to, you know, just like, show up but do you yeah in what sense can't you show up in this like can't you be like i'm having a hard day yes and share that i can i think it's been more of a struggle with like my house not being done because sometimes i can be like you know i'm just gonna like do a recipe today yeah and like show my food and like not show my face or whatever but like sometimes when i have to like film ads or lately i've just been like posting more just about my like daily life and things Mm -hmm. like that it's like that's sometimes like the hardest part but yeah sometimes i like won't post for a day or whatever i I don't really care that much but i think that's like that's sometimes hard for me when i'm like you know, record, it's a lot of times when I'm like recording an ad and I'm like, I don't want to fucking look at my face anymore. Like I'm sick of looking at myself talking like, and so I just like want to like turn it off. Um, but other than that, I it's, it's hard for me because I am really like work driven and I would have, life would be so much easier if I had a boss telling me what to do. Same. But the fact that like I'm telling myself what to do, I put so much more on my plate because I'm like, you can handle it and your job's fun. So it's like, at the end of the day, I'm like cooking and it's fucking great. Or I'm sitting on my couch recording a podcast, like in my sweatpants. <laughs> it's like, it's great, but it is tiring. It's amazing, but I think it can still be, it's still work. And right. even though it's something we enjoy, it is difficult to be your own boss when you're a very driven person mm-hmm. because the boss is always watching. Exactly. Like, that's what I always say, where it's really hard for me to shut off because I'm like, well, I could be doing this. There's an unlimited amount of work that we could be doing. Could be. Is could the be. Word. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that when you create content that's also lifestyle focused, it's hard to shut off that side of your brain right. because when you're doing something, it's always technically an opportunity to also right. create content around. Like, we're going to dinner tonight. This is so stupid. But I'm like, oh, I, ha- I have to get a picture. Like, it's 
laughable, but it's like, I like to break up my feed with it's all food. And then I like to break it up with a little picture of me. And I'm like, I haven't posted a picture of myself in a while. I got to get, I got my hair done. I got to get a picture. You look fucking hot. Thank you. And like, it's fun, whatever people do that. Even if it's not right. for their job. I mean, but it's more like, like it, it, it's just like the moments where say you're on, you're going on vacation. Like you want to go on vacation to shut off, but then you're like, but I'm going to a new place. Totally. I should get the content. I should shoot this. I could make a reel. I could, blah, 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 blah. Like that voice is so consistent. Yeah, I think for me, I, especially when I'm like traveling around vacation and stuff like that, I try to not like have any like um, expectations. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, if I get a cute picture, I get a cute picture. If I same do this. I mean, even here, I feel like I haven't really gotten what I was like on our walk. I was like, oh, fuck, we take a photo of me. Yeah. But I also think I actually said this to Vic the other day because we were talking about this. For me, it's one of my best things I could have ever done in not sharing Liam much because if I had opened those floodgates, I think my mind constantly when I was with him would be like, this this would make a cute whatever Mm -hmm. content piece and then I would never feel present. So you don't share him, but sometimes you do. Yeah, randomly. I'm not like his face will never be shown on my platform for legal reasons. Like I'm not like that. Got it. Not legal. I don't know what the term is. I was like, is. wait, what? Like protection, security. <laughs> right. Um, I don't feel that way, but I don't want him to be the face of my platform. I think that's amazing. So he's probably been on my feed, like face-wise, like four times. Sometimes I like see his face in your story and I'm like, <gasps> well, you're also my close friends. Oh. So you get the good sometimes. Oh. Um, he's so cute. Thank you so much. She's the cutest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to go back to friendships for a sec because I also think it ties into another topic and I want to get to, but I will say we can use our friendship for an example. And I guess we never said the story, but we technically went to a dinner once. <laughs> yes. Three plus years ago now. It was like an influencer kind of dinner at Expo. Yeah, it was like four years ago. Yeah. I think, wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, at Expo West, but I don't think we ever spoke and I don't think we followed each other from there. No. I found you because when I asked like my community, who do you want to come on the podcast? You were like a very highly requested guest. So I reached out. I will say like it's one of the greatest things about having a podcast is it has been such a great way to connect with people because it takes it a step further than the messaging and it after having an hour long plus conversation with someone, it's very clear whether you vibe with them or not. Yes. And then it can be ground to continue a conversation on or like, Hey, yeah. I'd love to catch up when you come to New York or wherever. Totally. Um, so Carissa came on my show during COVID quarantine initial. I'm trying to remember. Cause when. it was virtual. I know, where was I? I don't know. But we, had that conversation then it was like yeah like if you ever come to new york and then we started kind of messaging at some point we started texting i don't know and then you came to new york we got bagels hung out then you came to new york again got bagels hung out (laughs) and then i was like i'm coming to la can i stay with you (laughs) no you were like what hotel should i stay and i was like you're not staying in a hotel that's true you were so kind um but i think our friendship is a perfect example of like i think we really connect with one another but it's not it doesn't need like this there's no effort right it feels effortless yes which i thoroughly enjoy yeah and i think finding people in your life that you can connect with and then understand that you have other stuff going on and like not being that friend that constantly needs reassurance of your friendship right 
you know, because I think that's exhausting. I know. And I'm, I'm trying to like pinpoint what it is about a friendship that makes it so easy. Like what about this? Like our friendship is, is effortless. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying yeah. to pinpoint that to like see how give tactical advice. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's give the example of coming here. I like a, I think it is being that kind of easy person in a sense where you're like, my house is under construction, right? We don't have the shower. I'm sorry. It's not gonna be ready. And I'm like, okay, but can I still stay with you? Hosed off. (laughs) Carissa hosed my new body in her backyard. (laughs) 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 So much weirder when you say it out loud. (laughs) Your neighbors are probably like, what the fuck is going on? I think I'm a freak. But anyway, like, that sense but also when I came we were both like you had stuff that you were still doing you're still living right. like your life like you live here so you had appointments and things going on and the ability to just be like great that's cool like you do that I'm gonna go do this and the same way you felt when I was like oh I just want to see this person quickly like not right. being so um dependent ne- yeah or like needy needy I think it's just like the same in like a relationship, you know, like you have to just be your own person. And I think like being like confident, independent is just a really good trait to have as a human being in general when it comes to any type of relationship. So whatever you need to do in order to reach that place um, to just be like, you know, confident and comfortable Mm -hmm. on your own. And I also think it's really important to just kind of like lay out the ground rules before you put yourself into a situation. If I invite anyone to stay at my house, which I do all of the time, I let them know like, Hey, you're more than welcome to stay with me. I am not going to quote unquote host you. I'm going to give you a key and you can come and go as you please. And you can do whatever you want. You can use all of my stuff. You can wear my clothes. You can (laughs) pretend to be me. But like, I'm not going to hang out with you 24-7. I mean, right. I have stuff to do. Well, you have a life. Right. You've got guys. I have five-hour hair appointments. You, you also have to deal with the 10,000 guys you have. Oh, my God. Coming in and out of this apartment to fix things. Well, okay. Carissa has why a guy. Why do you call it an apartment? I call it an apartment, oh, a house. too. I don't know no, why I say apartment. I say apartment, though, too. It's so weird. Well, I think because like you say apartment. I have an apartment, so it's just like that's what I'm used to. This call, is definitely a house. No, I know, but I call it so I'm like my apartment. And then I'm like, wait, this is not an apartment. Only because it's your first house. And right. I am also right. not used to like my friends having well, houses. Don't ever call it an apartment again. That was so rude. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Carissa has a guy Cut for that. everything is what I I've really learned. do. I have a fruit guy. I have a fireplace guy. I have a toilet guy. A light fixture a hot, guy. Hot a hot tub, tub guy. guy. <laughs> a lawn guy. Literally. Yeah, I was like, my guy did a really good job with the yard. You were like, another guy, huh? Another guy. Um, but I'm curious because as someone who is single, and I don't know where majority of your friends are in relationship stages, but the same thing of not being dependent, not being needy, and being self-sufficient Right. Do you ever feel a sense of FOMO living alone? Someone asked that, and I actually think it's a very interesting question. FOMO. Do you um, know what FOMO is? Yeah, but okay. like, what would I be having FOMO with? I love that answer. I don't know. Like, if you're, a, I mean, I wouldn't because I love alone time so much. Like, am I missing out on, like, having a family? No, I don't even mean that. I meant more of, like, if you're having a night alone in the house. Like, do you have FOMO of like, oh, what are my friends doing? Or am I missing out on something? Do I want to be doing something? Do you ever feel that? No, I think if I want to be 
out or social, you can. I will. And whether my friends are with me or whether I want to go out and have like a glass of wine by myself or whatever it is, the thing I love about living alone so much is that like I get to choose. Like it's I don't have to hang out with anyone if I don't want to. It's like yeah. more of like the opposite of FOMO. Like I never have FOMO because if I want to do something, I just go do it. And if I don't, then I get to be alone, which is the best thing ever. Let me tell you guys, Brock is living the life. <laughs> no, but I agree. I mean, I loved living alone so much. And even with living with a partner, obviously the baby is different, but I still definitely make time for like solo time. Right. Like I need my solo time. Yeah. Hence why we're considering putting a TV in the bedroom. Because exactly. every once in a while, I'm like, I just want to curl up in bed and watch my show. Right. While you're watching sports. And like, I also don't ever like talk about this, but of like, I do obviously get lonely every once in a while. And like, when I'm like hungover on a Sunday, I'm like, wow, I really wish I had like a boyfriend right now to like sit on the couch with. Oh. Or like when I, you know, it's Friday night and I'm like sitting here and I'm like, oh, I have to go out to a bar and like flirt. Because I need to find a husband one one of these days. You know what I mean? I don't know how. Last night we were saying this while we were getting high in the hot tub. Like, who wouldn't want to marry you? I know. You guys. Is there any hot single men listening to this podcast right I, now? I, I will be shocked no. if there are. But me, if there but are, hit Chris the, the better question to ask is, are there any girls with cute brothers that live in LA? Yes. That are over the age of 30. Okay. All right, guys, start the search, Breckless Foodie Fam. Um, well, speaking of men, you can men, do better than the broccolinis because they haven't they haven't given me anything yet. Okay, we can try. Speaking of men, what has your dating life been like that you feel comfortable sharing? Yeah, um, it's been good. It's been like very casual and like a few dates here and there, having fun. Nobody, no bad dates. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm, I've found the one, you know what I mean? But I'm still very much like having fun with it all. Like I feel, I do feel like being single is really fun. Like I'm not, I'm not at the point where I'm like, okay, wow. Like I'm really getting burnt out. Like I need to, like I am feeling like I, like if I were to like my husband were to walk in and I were to like start a family right now, I'd be like, whoa, this maybe might be a little crazy. Mm -hmm. What do you think the hardest thing about dating is? Um, I think the hardest part about dating is like the toll it takes on like your self-esteem. I think like being on the apps and like, you know, or like, you know, when, when you don't hear back from someone, whether you're on the dating apps or whether you went on a date with someone and, you know, things kind of like fizzled out and you're like, hmm, like, is that because of something like I did or like whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and you like kind of start doubting yourself. So I think that it can definitely take a toll on your self-esteem and your confidence. But something I've told always told myself is it's never you. It's always them. Well, and it is, it is, but that's so interesting to me that that affects your self-esteem, but people like blatantly attacking you, you're able to just be like, Meh. I think it's because I just automatically assume that they're jealous and I don't assume that with men. Yeah. But maybe it's, they're just not like, they're well, like not- you said, it's them. They're not ready They're. I would rather have, like someone troll me then a guy be like nah you're not really my type <laughs> I don't know which I would rather honestly I think I put too much I'd probably the man because then I'm like okay well if I'm not your type then I sure as fuck don't want to spend the rest of my life with you you're right no you're right I think it's I, I think I don't know it, yeah I get you, it, it gets to me I don't know why 
That's, I mean, I found something that gets to Damn you. Damn it. Your brain is not. <laughs> I um, let my guard down for one second. <laughs> um, people also want to know your opinion on the difference between New York and L.A. lifestyle, specifically when it comes to influencer worlds. That was like a bit, like a few people submitted that question. Wow. Okay. Well, I think... LA people are a lot more collaborative and friendly. Like I think like there's a lot of influencers in LA and I think that everyone just kind of knows that like, first of all, people I think are everyone that I've met has just been like very kind in general, but people are like, yeah, in order to like be successful, like you have to like rely on your network and like be nice to people and invite people to your events. And then, you know, we all kind of support each other like back and forth. And I think that like, there's a really strong sense of community. Yeah. Um, but in New York, I don't, I mean, I also don't live in New York, but I don't really see that. Like, I, no. I don't really see like, you know, you being like, Oh, me and this girl and this girl, like, no, for instance, like, I feel like anyone that you've hung out with in LA that is an influencer, I'm like, Oh my God, I know that person. They're really sweet. Like we follow right. each other, you yes. know? Um, and I, but in terms of just like lifestyle, I think New York is just, I love visiting because it's so fast paced. It's so like in your face. Everyone's like running around and like you go out to dinner at like 10 p.m. and you stay out till like, like 4 a.m. I don't know what city you're talking <laughs> Okay, well, this is what how I, I live when I go to New York. I, I mean, yes, people live like that. No, I know. Not this mother. Right, <laughs> right. I totally get that. But I think it's like, and a lot of, everyone's always like, you get, you wake up, you get a bagel and you like go to like, LA is so like, like we go to Erewhon and we get like salmon and like kale for lunch. Like right. the, everything about it is just so completely opposite. It's so different. It's so different. Even when we got bagels that time that you came the first time you were like, this would have never happened if I texted like LA influencer friends like, can we go get a bagel? Like no one would eat a bagel on a Tuesday morning. That doesn't make sense to me. But to, to your point of like the collaborative. I mean, I don't eat bagels on Tuesday mornings. I only do that when I'm in New York. I would never eat that in the, in the morning. Well, that's because LA bagels suck. No, even if it was a really good bagel, I would only eat a bagel on the weekend. Really? I know, I, I know you're probably thinking that's like toxic, but I, it's just because it truly like, I feel like I would just go to bed. I, I get that. It doesn't fuel me in any sort of way. Okay, like during fair. the week, I'm like, I need healthy food because I need to have energy to like sustain my active lifestyle. I get what you're saying. Um, I don't think that's toxic. I think you want food that makes you feel energized during right. the week is maybe right. the language I would use. Okay. But I think <laughs> that what you said about the collaborative aspect is like, I don't think there are as many influencers in New York. Yeah. I don't think it's as much of a career in a sense. Like I just think LA, it's literally what Nyla was saying last night. Like, for instance, my right-hand Nyla, she grew up in California. She felt like watching all of her friends' parents do all of these different things in the quote-unquote industry always allowed her to have the mindset of like anything is possible. There are so many different careers. Right. We're in the East Coast. It's very like mainstream corporate jobs and that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So to become an influencer is still, in my opinion, for East Coast terms, more rare or just out of the box yeah and I don't think it's as common and yeah I don't know I mean there are definitely groups of NYC influencers but none that I'm like close like I've never with. met a New York influencer that was like oh my god I love your page like you're so sweet we should clap really 
Yeah. Well, okay, I have. But other than me? Yeah. I didn't even think you lived in New York for... I thought you lived in, like, far from New York. Remember? I was like, you live in the city? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I actually think about it... Yeah, like, Emily DiDonato, who you guys all know and love, if you're a listener of this show, I talk about her all the time. She's become one of my closest friends, like, in life. And yes, she's technically a New York City influencer, but like she would honestly say the same thing. She's like, no, I don't have like this like group. Like it's not, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, like there's a huge group of, like we all are friends, I feel like. Even not like good friends, we're all at least acquaintances. Right. Yeah. And like nice to each other. But also maybe it's because- for there's one LA influencer that's really mean to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but also because you guys have a lot more events, as we were saying. Yeah, maybe that encourages it. I honestly don't know. Yeah, fuck. Maybe it's the sunshine and the weather. We're all just happy. Everyone is just happy here. Mm-hmm. And like, I get why. Today, Carissa and I worked out, and then she had a ten-hour-long hair appointment. <laughs> and I like took her bike to the beach. I sat by myself. I went and had the best sandwich of my life. I got ice cream. Like, LA life kind of fucking rules. It really does. It really rules. Mm-hmm. Um. For people listening who are maybe struggling with friendships or dating or, I guess, cyberbullying or just other people's opinions of them. Yes. I think they're all correlated, all of those topics, because it's really all about your internal confidence, right? Like even with friendships, it's reminding yourself that you're awesome and your friends aren't going to leave you and right. that they're allowed to have lives outside of your friendship. What is your advice for building that narrative in your head? I think that the question of how to be confident comes up so much throughout my career as like being an online person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a hard time figuring out why I am a confident person and Same. how I can give it off to people. I think it all boils down to like, I did competitive dance and I was really, really, really bad. Wait, fuck off. I did not know that. Can we dance tonight? Can I see you do a routine? You did? Or no. no. I oh. didn't know that. Oh, I thought, no, I thought you were saying you did too. Oh no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. No, yeah, I grew up dancing, but I was really, really, really bad when I first started and I wanted to be good. So I practiced so so much and I became like really really good and I I think that's like really what like built my like foundation of confidence was like showing myself that like I could really work hard at something and become really good at it and become like one of like the best on my team or whatever and so I think that whenever I'm asked that question like how do you build this confidence and independence or whatever I think that like by just envisioning the person that you want to be. What do they do every day? Like what would this amazing, like confident version of yourself look like? And then figure out this kind of, have you read atomic habits? No. Okay. Well you should. It's great. Okay. Well, um, and just figure out like, what does this person do every day? What small things can I add into my everyday routine that would help me be this person? It doesn't have to be like these crazy things, but like, you know, for me, example, like I'm like, okay, like I picture the perfect version of me being like waking up and not staring at their phone for 30 minutes every single morning. So I, you know, build that narrative in my head and I wake up and I don't do that. So I think just like setting little goals and accomplishing them can really, really, really help with your confidence. Even if 
you start out really, really small and you just make subtle changes throughout the, your day to kind of achieve this, like you just sit down and like reflect on it. Picture yourself being a great friend, confident, a great partner and what walk yourself through their day. What do they do? What do they wear? What do they eat? What do they look like? And just figure out how you can make small changes in your day to become that person. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think the small changes make the biggest of difference. Yeah. And I think showing up for yourself is really important to then be able to show up for others. For sure. Because you, as I always say, you can't pour from, can't an, empty pour from an empty fucking cup. Wow. Um, thank you so much for coming on here. And well, thank you for hosting me. You're welcome. You're the best. Send you a Venmo charge at the end of your stay. <laughs> I love you so much. I oh, appreciate yeah. you guys. If you're not a broccolini already, you can follow and support Carissa at Brock Your Body. It'll all be in the show notes. Is there anything else that my community can do to help you? Um, find me a boyfriend. I'm just oh, kidding. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> guys, that's um, our mission. Yeah. But we're going to Elefante. Oh my God. I'm so excited. We're going to go fuck up some whipped ricotta. I know it's egg whipped eggplant. Oh, shit. Whipped eggplant. I've eaten very well while we're here. We had one of the best dinners I've ever had. And honestly, as we're sitting here, I can feel my legs are on fire. They got burnt the back of them. I'm so mad at myself. She's a lobster. I'm so, no. Oh my God, Carissa, this is not good. Oh no. Look at that. That's not that bad. No. When the light hits it, do you have aloe? No. Fuck me. Oh, I might have like an after sun gel thing. I thought you were going to say, I might have an aloe plant in my backyard. (laughs) I might. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I love doing this more than anything in the world. If you could be so kind as to rate and or review the show, share a screenshot on your Instagram story, whatever you feel like doing to show some love, I would really appreciate it. Obviously follow at Pod on Instagram and me at Freckled Foodie for more content. Thank you for being a part of the FF fam and I hope you have a wonderful day.